Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs in a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The universe's best podcast. Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. Welcome back to Jawbreakers Podcast. This week, Alexis and I are talking about the SNL premiere. And if you don't like SNL, um, I hope this episode changes your mind just a wee little bit. If it doesn't change your mind, that's fine. But now you don't have to watch it and you can be up to date on all the pop culture shit they talked about this week. Or, you know, a couple weeks ago when they premiered it. So, there's that. We also talk about Halloween costumes in this episode so you can get some halloween costume ideas at the end so stick around all the way to the end also if you want early access to our episodes if you want bonus episodes if you want fun downloads etc stickers in the mail become a patron it's patreon.com slash and it starts as low as two dollars and all tiers get early access so pretty cool stuff you can find all of our links as always on linktr.ee slash nermanarmor or at nermanarmor on instagram and i think that's it as far as little self-promotion things regarding to the show oh and you know what i will put the next week worth of scary halloween october movies at the end of this episode so And I guess just at this point, enjoy the episode. Wow, it even smells good. This is beer? This is the one- I get pumpkin beer every year. This is one of the best pumpkin beers I've ever had. Wow, thanks, Two Roads. Wait, where are they from? Here's to taking the road less traveled in life and in beer. This is so cute! Oh, it's, um... I got it at the beer and lottery store. Founded by Brad and Phil. Thank you. Not a great start. Connecticut. Okay. Brad and Phil. New York City. This isn't the only Halloween-themed item we have today. (laughs) Wow, you... Did you buy those right in front of me? No. I got them at a different kick. Are those flaming hot? Yeah. I almost bought them today, but they were cinnamon flavored. No, these are flaming hot bag of bones Cheetos. They have little skeleton shapes. <gasps> Allegedly, you can make a whole skeleton out of them. Ooh. Are you going to sell it? Are you going to give it away as a Patreon? One of our random Patreons? Uh, yeah. So if you subscribe to our Patreon, which starts as low as $2 a month, um, you can get early access to all the episodes, mm-hmm. first of all, as low as $2. Any higher tiers, you get bonus content. Mm-hmm. 
bonus episodes. Uh, Highest tier has behind the scenes on editing and stuff if you want to get into either making stop motion or doing your own podcast. But we will choose a random $2 tier member to send a bag of bones hot Cheeto to. So get in there. Oh, and they're... Oh, these are fucked up. <laughs> no. They do not look like the package. They look more like Cheetos. They, yeah. Which, you know what? End of the day, that's what they're supposed to do. So that's a skull. That's a little rib cage. Got two little arms. The hands are here somewhere, apparently. There's, the hands are different than the arms? Is that a hand? Or is mm, that a that's cage? a face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing any hands. What are the hands supposed to look like? They, they look like that. Oh, and you're supposed to use hands for the feet, too. Oh, I found a hand. We need four hands. A few moments later. Got your knee bone connected to the arm bone. Your arm mm. bone's connected to the... Tastes like a Cheeto puff. No, no, I did just eat a bag of hot Cheeto puffs. Uh-huh. It tastes different. Oh, it does? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll take a picture. It tastes more like a corn <laughs> pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does, huh? This picture, like this picture is exclusive to Patreon of the uh, Hot Cheeto Puffs featuring Vienna the dog. I'm doing a little trial to see if she can hang. Yeah. Wow, this scary good pumpkin ale. Scary good. I almost got Sam Adams because that's what I got last year and I really like it. But this is so good. Cheeto's not bad. Um, Can we do a PSA about... The eggplant parm at Buca de Pepo? Yeah. While we're just advertising things. That is the single best meal I've ever had in my life. Yeah, like literally if I end up on death row, that's what I want. That's my, <laughs> that's my last meal. 100%. Buca de Beppo. Novelty restaurant perfect for birthdays and anniversaries. Has the best eggplant parm. We went because Nikki told us she was having FOMO about not being in Tucson, so we gave her something to be FOMO about in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So while she was on the work meeting, we took a lift to Buca de Beppo. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Really good eggplant farm. So when you look, they have like digital menus. The name roughly translates to Joe's Basement. That is disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to eat at Joe's Basement. No, I would not live to a place called Joe's Basement. <laughs> Good thing they don't call it that. It's owned by Planet Hollywood. I see that. Hmm. Maybe we should go. <laughs> <laughs> Today's International Post... What was it? Yeah, National like Noodle Day? Day? Noodle Day? So when you... They only have digital menus, so you scan the QR code. But when you scan the QR code, it automatically takes you to like the site to sign up for emails. Mm-hmm. And not their menu. So I signed up. And now I just get Buca de Beppo emails every day. And that's a little overwhelming. Because all I want to do is eat their eggplant farm. Each room at Buca is themed, and all restaurants have a Pope table. The largest single table round in a room by itself with a bust of the Pope as a centerpiece. Yeah. I'm trying to eat at the Pope table. I want some eggplant parm. They had a lot, they had a few Pope pictures. Pope pictures. It's weird, but I like it. At our table, there were a number of photos that were children smoking cigarettes. Was that the theme of the room we were in? It might have been. Huh. <laughs> Buka over Olive Garden? Oh, absolutely. They give you bread. It's not breadsticks. 
the bread was really good. Bread was great. Really good stuff. There's one in Phoenix. I don't know where all the locations. There's one in Vegas. Headquarters are in Orlando, Florida. Basically, all the big cities have a Buca de Beppo. This is my first. Uh, the Buca de Beppo in uh, Pittsburgh has, I found out, six virtual restaurants run out of it. So a virtual restaurant is like a ghost, a ghost kitchen, which if you're ordering from like Grubhub, DoorDash, whatever, there's like made up, there's ghost kitchen restaurants that are called like... Wing Sluts. Wing Sluts, Pizza Eats, Hamburger Helper. <laughs> right, but they're not real apparently. And you order from them, but you're just ordering from like Buca de Beppo. I, I think the reason, I was trying to think of how we ended up at Buca, and I was telling you about how I... I found out that Mr. Beast serves out of there. Oh, is that how we ended up there? Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about how the heck we landed on that. So they have, like, Mr. Beast hand- like bags to go, which is pretty funny. For the record, Mr. Beast is a YouTuber with over 70 million subscribers. Really, really good eggplant farm. It felt extravagant for just a random Thursday night or whatever. Uh, yeah, so... Those are our eats for the week. Yeah. If you ever want to drop a quick 30 bucks. We had a pumpkin-shaped Reese's earlier. Oh, yeah, we did. With the pieces in it. It really looked like a pumpkin. Does it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, those are our uh, snack wrecks for the week. We also just watched the season premiere of SNL. Yes, hosted by Owen Wilson. Yep. Musical guest Casey Musgraves. Yep. Still don't recognize her. Like, just not my thing. So. I do think you might have been spot on with Lana Del Rey country mix thing. So, as we were watching the, her performances, it reminded me of like Kate Nash, Ingrid Michaelson. Mm -hmm. So I think if I was in that place where I was when those artists came out. Sure. I think I'd be into it. Yeah, I agree. You're not supposed to be there your whole life. (laughs) It's a certain mood music. Right. Yeah. I get I, I can understand why people are into it. Not for me. Yeah. At a certain place in your life, you might listen to some Casey Musgraves. 17. Yeah, if you're 17 years old, for example. The training. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You, like, have a crush. They don't know you like them. Right. Maybe you go to the mall. Mm-hmm. You're like, you pulled up to the mall and you're still in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... Maybe you get some tea. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't think... Oh, I don't think you drink. No, Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think I think you're fully feeling your feelings when you listen to Casey Musgraves. I don't think you're drunk. Yeah, it's a good point. But maybe some tea. Yeah, you just really want to like get the... Earl Grey. Yeah, London Fog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. They opened up by talking about the infrastructure bill, including heavily roasting Kirsten Cinema of Arizona, who is. The biggest insult to bisexual culture of all time. <laughs> Thanks for that, Kirsten. I think they did a good job roasting her. Who was playing Joe Biden? He's one of the featured people, I think, right? No. I always forget his his name. He's been there for a while. He was in a few sketches, and I was surprised by that. He has kind of a crookedy nose. Not Owen Wilson. Oh, you're right. It was James Austin Johnson. Yeah, he's new. He said not Owen Wilson <laughs> about the cricket nose. Oh, yeah. Good James thing. Austin, he was in like three or four. 
Did you like him as a Joe Biden? I felt like he did an alright job. Joe Biden's kind of an uninteresting. Yeah. Pretending to be cool. Actually, an old man. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't dislike it by any means. Yeah, he was fine. Uh, Pete Davidson came out as Andrew Cuomo. His nails were painted. Yep, that's. I took a. I took a little list of things to talk about. His nails were painted. He had his nails painted for the entire episode, including as Andrew Cuomo. Including as Andrew Cuomo. And as Dog the Bounty Hunter later, who is more likely to paint his nails, but still not. The first shot of Pete Davidson in SNL. Also, not only that, but the lines he was saying as his hands appeared, because he walked in sort of mid-shot with his, like, shoulders up. The first, like, the shots that included his hands were, like, he made a joke about, like, running his hands up someone's spine. You look at his hands, and then he, like, displayed a spoof book called Whoops. And And it's his hands, and he has his nails painted, which, like... In case you don't listen to this podcast, I don't care who paints their nails, but you're an actor. It's like he's get, he's getting his his tattoos covered up and he's like, God, do something. Yeah, like you're an, I'm just surprised by that. Like you're an actor. You have to be able to like conform to these different roles. He just chooses right, not like to. Right, like if you work at a restaurant a lot of the time, they're like... If you work at an Amish restaurant. Yeah, if you work at... Have you been to an Elvis restaurant? Yes, have you? We should go. No, where did you go? Ohio. We're really close. You went to Ohio? Recently? No, but in my life. Oh. <laughs> we should go. They have great peanut butter. Listen, Amish people make good food. What is an Amish restaurant like? Usually a gift shop where they sell like bonnets and like rocking chairs, homemade goods. Are they people who run an Amish? Or yes. is it like... Isn't... I do think it rides a line, because, like, there's electric lights in the building. Right. But I wonder if they've just, like, taken... Is it cash only? I don't know. Do they use cash? They must use something. I don't think it's cash only, actually. But if you want some, like, homemade goods and some, like, good little knick-knacky foods, it's like a Cracker Barrel, but a little bit less corporate. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, we should hit up some Amish country. Yeah. Still want to go roller skating tomorrow? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. What's the 10 a.m. thing again? Uh, skate like you're young again. <laughs> trying to be the youngest person at the roller skating I hope rink. forever young is playing. Oh. That's no fair. I can't be the youngest person if I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I'll give you 10 minutes in there by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see. Because I was on the fence about if that would be an elderly skate or not. And then I realized 10 a.m. on a Thursday. Gonna be an elderly skate. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm excited. Do you excited. ever go anywhere 10 a.m. on a Thursday? Mm, nope. I, <laughs> I used to regularly go and have breakfast by myself on a Thursday at 10 a.m. And it was old people? Mm-hmm. I used to go to a writing group on huh. Thursdays at the library at like 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Old people. Yeah. There's like five Susans. <laughs> so, that's good. Uh, yeah, so we'll do that. And then uh, at some point we'll go hit up Amish country and get some green beans or whatever. And peanut butter. Yeah. Great. Get some honey in a jar shaped like a bear. Sounds good to me. How did this, how did we get here? Uh, Pete Davidson's nails. To Amish restaurant? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you work at an Amish restaurant, you're going to have to cover your tattoos. Or like earlier, I was saying I want to work at a place that I thought was an ear doctor. And I'd be willing to dye my hair back from pink to do that. Mm-hmm. There's a certain culture for certain things. I right. think if you want to be a successful actor, you need to be able to cover your tattoos and or your right. nails, which like, are... The thing about nails is, like, just remove the polish. Right. It's, like, it's How for, expensive was also, your manicure, you man? Pete Davidson can wear his nail polish from Sunday to Friday to Saturday morning. Do a quick little... Yeah, come on. 4 p.m. Yeah, what I I'm genuinely confused why his self-expression outweighed the ability to perform his job he as Andrew Cuomo. Yeah, and then on the other hand, it does bring a certain different taste to SNL that there are not all people who would just commit their lives to bits and comedy sketches. So I don't know. I'm not entirely against it, but it's it did it did job. strike me as it's his. It's not his day. It's, it's just like his part-time job. He just shows up. He clocks in and clocks out. Right. He was also on Weekend Update talking about how he personally, as Pete Davidson, attended the Met Gala. Yep. Because he did. He was the only one, I think, from SNL. He's just a Probably. he's a cultural icon at this point. Ariana Grande's ex-fiance. Wow, I kind of forgot they dated. Yeah. I forgot he was at the Met Gala. There was a lot going on there. Yeah, I also forgot. I kind of blocked out the Met Gala once everyone stopped posting about it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, good bit about Kirsten Cinema. From there, we went to um, a not-so-great bit about a... I didn't think it was that great. The talk show. Yeah. It was like The when View. They the COVID. Yeah, they had just, like, they kept revealing COVID tests. I think the joke they were making is that when someone is off of a show or something, you always know who it was that got COVID. Yeah. And it's public information. I do think that's a little weird. I also think it's weird that we, like, know which celebrities are vaccinated. I think that's what they were getting at, but I just didn't think it was that funny. Yeah. I I think it's realistic, for the most part. Sure. Ego Quest. Star Trek. They had a sketch about a new Star <laughs> Trek spinoff. I take this off of her and I'm just like... <laughs> I would kill you. <laughs> so they had a spoof Star Trek spinoff called Ego Quest about Jeff Bezos. And it was basically just the same shit we were making fun of a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. About how his rocket looks like a tiny penis. It's weird that he had like a rich kid from the Netherlands and an old man named Wally Funk on board. Like a family member. Yeah, and something. his brother. Yeah. Owen Wilson's actual brother was there because Owen Wilson was Jeff Bezos. And then right. like Elon Musk was battling with him. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, who played Elon Musk? Uh, Mikey Day. Mikey Day. I always get him and Beck Bennett mixed up. Same. But Beck Bennett's gone now, which makes it easier. Oh, okay. Has Mikey Day always played Elon Musk? I don't think so, actually. I was actually impressed with Mikey Day in this episode. He stepped out of his... He usually does, like, the exact same cadence of his voice. And he had a few different moments in this one where he was doing something different. Vocally, him doing Elon Musk was really funny. I agree. And then in my head, I was stuck on, like, wow, he's actually, like, had dinner with Elon Musk because Elon Musk hosted the show last season. (laughs) Because at first when he showed up, I was like... Not a good Elon Musk. Like, just visually. Uh-huh. I was like, Agreed. I feel like they have somebody better they can use. But then, just like, I don't know, he, he did a really good impression of him. Yeah, he like killed Like, his it. laugh, I loved. Yeah. I was surprised there was no Grimes Elon Musk joke. There was a lot of R. Kelly jokes. 
There was there were so many R. Kelly jokes. Michael Trey landed a couple good ones in Weekend Update. I don't know if this was announced today, or but it was announced within the last couple days. R. Kelly's YouTube was terminated. <gasps> his wow. songs are still available on YouTube and stuff, but like his actual YouTube channel was deleted. Mute R. Kelly. Really good R. Kelly jokes. Yeah, they. So Michael Trey landed a couple. I also thought it was funny because. When he was making fun of R. Kelly, I thought about how many times Michael Che has been in hot water for, like, sexist and homophobic things. But then, when they had a different bit about white women who go missing getting a lot of media attention versus black women who go missing or any non-white person going missing, they they made a joke at the end that was like, Colin Jost was trying to say, well, here on Weekend Update, we always support you or whatever. And the woman they were talking to was like, really? Because Michael Che just posted this. And it was a, what did R. (laughs) Kelly even do? Which is like, really not that off mark for something he would actually post. Yeah. It was really good. Brilliant. Yeah. Usually, Michael Che gets the best of Jost. Yeah, which is easy. So easy. Yeah. But, that was really good. Hands down to this day, one of my favorite Michael Che jokes was when Jared Kushner, like, went to talk to underprivileged kids or something like that, and he wore a bulletproof vest. Uh-huh. And Michael Che was, like, he dressed like Colin Jost when he went to see my weed guy. <laughs> Amazing Michael Che joke. But then, the weekend update was followed immediately by a funeral. No, 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 no. The end of weekend update, they were, like, we want to pay homage to Norm Macdonald. He's the reason we're doing Weekend Update, blah, blah, blah. And they like showed a few clips of Norm Macdonald doing Weekend Update. Really sweet. Mm-hmm. Really funny. Funny. There's some Bill Clinton jokes. Yeah. <laughs> An OJ joke. Yeah. Pretty good. Good stuff. And then it ends. <laughs> With a, uh, was that Heidi Gardner? I think so. I think so. So Heidi Gardner's playing an old woman who's just died. And uh, it's her funeral. So it threw us off because it looked like, you know, they just did this black and white tribute. Was it black and white or did I make that up? Felt like black and white. It felt like black and white. Old tribute to Norm MacDonald. It couldn't have been black and white. It was the 90s. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, And then they cut to like in loving memory of Mama, basically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a weird transition, but it was uh, Heidi Gardner playing an old woman, and she has this, like, casino problem, and they call in Kenan Thompson playing an old casino singer, not LeVar Burton, but LeVar B. Burton. Uh, He starts singing, I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah, he's, like, in the middle of the verse, and everyone's like, this is so familiar. What is this? I didn't recognize it at first, either. I didn't, either. Like, I think it's I Believe I Can Fly. Were we just talking about this the other day? Mm-hmm. It's in Space Jam. Right, like, it's a... People still think of it as an inspirational song. Yeah. But the issue is that it's R. Kelly. People sing it in church. Yeah. But it's R. Kelly. So, on the one hand, great funeral song. On the other hand, it's R. Kelly. Right. So they managed to make a bit out of that, which I thought was hilarious. But then... <laughs> And they start showing, like, a slideshow. Like, they, the 
people at the funeral try and be like, ah, we shouldn't, we can't do this. Maybe like, she doesn't know. Knows. We can't just cancel the entire yeah. funeral, the right. funeral part because, because of the R. Kelly song. She right. wanted this song. And everyone's like, this was her favorite song. Like, come on, let's just do it for her. And then they start showing like a, <laughs> like a slideshow. <laughs> and it's her just pictured with awful people. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Bill Cosby. And <laughs> when it's her and Bill Cosby, uh, Keenan is like, okay, that's pictures a little too recent. <laughs> um, it's like old Cosby. Who else? So yeah, apparently Mama was really into. Yeah. There's no. Oh, uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, you know what? You know what? Call it off. Let's play, ma'am. Let's play Nana's second favorite song. <laughs> And fucking Keenan starts singing remix to Ignition <laughs> by R. Kelly at a funeral. Really good song. Great song. Really good song. Yeah, that was probably my favorite. That was an amazing yeah. bit. And then it cut to Casey Musgrave singing, which was a huge buzzkill. Yeah, huge buzzkill. <laughs> I get it. I get why she exists. Sure. Also, I can't really listen to Kate Nash anymore. I don't get it anymore. I kind of wanted Keenan to keep singing Remix to Ignition so I could listen to it guilt-free for once. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to be playing that clip on loop. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about muting R. Kelly? I get it. I'm pretty big on, like, separating the art from the artist, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And, like, still listen and, like, watch movies from people. That one's hard for me to listen to like it's so bad (laughs) yeah well i would skip it if it came up on a playlist Uh uh-huh but does that mean it shouldn't be on the playlist my problem is and this is just like like i think about chris brown like i just i'm confused where we draw the line like r kelly i mean is a great place to draw the line as far as like extreme abuse of people right but I also wonder if that means that, like, if you're better at covering your tracks, you can get away with more. Right. Like, when do we when do we cut off John Lennon? They're trying to cut him off. On TikTok. Yeah. But it's like you know, like when no, do we? They're not gonna actually. The actors aren't gonna stop. But it's like R. Kelly's actual victims called for muting R. Kelly. So it's like I respect that and. I personally just can't listen to his music anymore. I also can't listen to Michael Jackson anymore. Because I can't... I can no longer personally separate it. So, I don't know. But does that mean it shouldn't be available? Yeah. Because apparently they want to take him off of all streaming. I think taking him off of, like, Spotify-sponsored playlists and stuff is a good idea. Yeah. I have Remix to Ignition on my iPod. Mm-hmm. Which he gets... I downloaded illegally. Right, and it's not connected to the internet. Yeah, so I'd feel co- I'd feel okay if that came up like on my shuffle. I'd probably listen. I don't right. know. I guess I also don't understand fully how much money anyone gets from streams. Right, like the Jack Harlow song that has Chris Brown on it. When I cue the entire Jack Harlow album, as I tend to do, I will remove that song. Partly because I don't like it, but also because I'm not sure that if it starts to play the first five seconds and I skip it. Yeah. Does someone still get the money for it? I don't know. I think, yeah, accumulated. It's, like, if you do it, it's, like, 0.2 cents. Right. You know, but... 
I mean, how many people are actually listening to it? Right. I don't know. I'm mixed about it. Because to me, it feels, and maybe I'm just wrong, it feels like motivation to hide your crimes better. Or it's like how... I don't think it actually... When the whole baby cancellation was happening, Uh and we went to a gay bar, and they played... Levitating. But without him. Uh Uh-huh. Immediately. Immediately. Actually, at a gay bar, that makes perfect sense. If his exact problem was that he was being homophobic, then then, yeah. A couple weeks ago, we were at a bar, and they played his version. Right. I think anyone would admit it's better. Yeah. (laughs) It's more fun. So, I don't know. I, for, yeah, I get what you're saying. Because then, also, it's like, as long as you don't do something as bad as R. Kelly, we can keep listening. Right. Like, like I, I do agree with, like, muting him and, like, let's not celebrate this, blah, blah, blah. Right. Know? But then, where do you draw the line? Also, so, like, with R. Kelly and Michael Jackson specifically, I feel like the public knows what they've been accused of. And at this point, it's up to them if they still want to consume that. Yeah, Michael Jackson's a weird one, because... He's a legend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like, no literally can't what, ignore him, yeah. You can't. And, like, also it's different with R. Kelly, because, again, how severe it is, and he's still alive. Michael Jackson kind of died before cancel culture was as big as it is now. Like, people knew about it, they made jokes about it, but, like, the important documentary about him didn't come out till after he died. Right. R. Kelly, yeah, that's a good point. R. Kelly's still alive and could potentially still profit. Right. Like, if... Only Michael Jackson's estate would still profit. Right. So, like, Bill Cosby's an interesting one, because when he was getting tried and all of that, a lot of people... I remember reading a lot, like, if Bill Cosby died today, how would he be remembered? Uh-huh. Where today, I think if he would be remembered, I think it would be half and half. Bill Cosby? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, too, because everyone we're discussing is also black, and they were all, like, revolutionary for black people to reach a certain standard, and it's hard, I think, for them to not get the, like, O.J. Simpson treatment of, like, you're just persecuting a black man. Yeah. It's hard to ignore the, like, persecution of black men in America while talking about them, but also all these people have serious sexual assault. Yeah. Convictions or accusations. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm, not great. Yeah. And in R. Kelly specifically, I mean, the point they made in that R. Kelly doc, which, what is it on now? Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, you can watch it easily. But the point they were making in that is, like, the victims are black girls. If they were white girls, they the victims believe they would have been given more attention more quickly. That R. Kelly would have been in jail faster. Yeah. But instead, he's been evading jail for decades. So, yeah, I don't know. If R. Kelly were to die today, how do you think he'd be remembered? I think people are still willing to ignore his shit until he's in jail. I actually don't know. I mean, there's so many people who still love him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, he's up to some nasty shit. And, like, yeah. m- evil shit. Like, within the last... It was, like, right before COVID shut down. So, within the last two years, someone put on, like, the Space Jam soundtrack and i was like sure we can listen to this but we can't listen to this song because it's r kelly and then they're like why and i had to tell them to look up r kelly because they were like what did he do like actually within the last two years yeah which that documentary came out what three four years ago i was Um, still still in tucson when it came out 
I first watched it in 2018. Okay. So yeah, three. Because yeah. I purchased it on Google Play. I purchased it on Voodoo. Great. Allegedly. <laughs> It's gone now. Apparently, I have 15 fucking voodoo accounts. Yeah. <laughs> I just buy, I buy in Greece like seven times. I know. You're like, I have Greece on my voodoo that we ended up renting it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. But now you can watch it easily. So watch it. If you want to know what the fuck R. Kelly did. Well, yeah, also, you don't know. I think about even the fact that like I was in college when you and I watched Trapped in the Closet, all 30 yeah. parts. Yeah. We were, like, that was, like, 24, it was early. Right, like, oh, like, so it was, like, early in my adulthood, but also, like, way past when he married a minor. Yeah, he married a minor in, like, the 90s. Because he right. married Aaliyah. Yeah. So I'm, like, you and I didn't know that he had done anything wrong, even by, like, 2014. Yeah. I, when I was, like, pre-tween slash early teens... Like, my favorite band was Good Charlotte, but also a huge Hilary Duff fan. Okay. Hilary Duff was, like, a minor, like, 15, 16, and she was dating Joel Madden. I was a child. I Right, you didn't know. <laughs> but I thought it was cool. Sure. How old was Joel Madden? In his 20s? Yeah. Yeah. Tw- mid-20s. Not okay. Not okay. There's, like, videos of him saying, like, love you, Hilary, which is disgusting for me to think about. Like, I have those DVDs here. <laughs> we could watch them right now. I know I know what timestamp. I don't. But. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of crazy. But, but, like, he... I mean, that was just classic grooming, you know? Yeah. Different time then. We were really on the cusp of some shit. We almost got to see the world pre-9-11, and then we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I delivered a pizza to a high school earlier. Strictest security I've been through in years. Really? Concerts, festivals, nothing on this high school. It was full screening with the, like, uh, metal metal detector. detector. You had to take everything out of your pockets. I didn't actually have to go through it, but there was a student coming in. And there was cameras everywhere. And on top of that, there was a giant screen with all of the camera footage right at the door. So you could see that you were on camera from nine different angles. And when the girl set it off, she had a bunch of jewelry. I don't know if that's what did it. But uh, then she had to get pat down. Wow. Uh, Back to SNL. Yes. Kate McKinnon was on the credits. Yeah. What was that about? I thought, well, at the end of last season, they're like, we're pretty sure Kate McKinnon's not coming back. She wasn't in the episode. She wasn't in the episode. But she was on the credits, I noticed that. I'm pretty sure Pete Davidson was in the credits all of last year, even though he was filming Suicide Squad the whole time. Huh. Maybe she's making Ghostbusters too. I was re- I was excited to see her. I thought she was done, and I was disappointed. Yeah. Because, like, who's the big name? Davidson, who plays himself every... I mean, Cecily Strong's doing pretty good. I've always felt like she's underrated. I was disappointed... She is underrated. I was disappointed when um, she got... Replaced by Shay on Weekend Update. She was on Weekend Update? For a very short time. It was her and Colin Jost. Huh. And I was really disappointed, but then Michael Shea eventually I yeah. won me over. But uh, she stopped doing Weekend Update so she could be in more sketches, which I also liked. She's really good at like impressions. And stuff. Yeah, I'd say she's one of the top contenders. Yeah, 
I like her a lot. AD Bryant's still going AD strong. Bryant's amazing. I think that Heidi Gardner is making her mark. Mm-hmm. Andrew Dismukes, I think, is getting there. Where's Kyle Mooney at? Is he gone? I don't remember seeing his name. Yeah, me either. Alright. Nice knowing you. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Go back to YouTube. You think he's... <laughs> I was going to ask if you think he's uh, Pete Davidson's assistant. Personal assistant? Yeah. And you couldn't talk him out of removing the nail polish. Melissa Villasenor is pretty good. Who is that one? She played AOC. Oh, yeah. I think that her talents are underutilized in SNL. She's. I think she'd be a really good like voice actor for cartoons. But she does decent impressions. Yeah. She was really good as AOC. Mm-hmm. She was also in that sketch of the uh, stool samples. Okay. That was her, right? Is, yeah. Um, is Owen Wilson promoting something, or... Is he just around? I feel like he's just around. Also, okay, so there was a sketch of doing Cars 4, and he kept... <laughs> they kept just saying, like, really inappropriate things, and he'd be like, um... But when he was, like, pretending to be Lightning McQueen, is that what Lightning McQueen sounds like? Mm. Have you ever seen Cars? Not since it came out. I've never seen it. Owen Wilson plays Lightning McQueen. Yeah. And Larry the Cable Guy plays Mater? Yeah. Yes. But I was also surprised by that. It sounded like Owen Wilson to me. Yeah. I felt like it was more... Which I also understand if he's doing this sketch, he doesn't have to go full blown Lightning McQueen. But is that what he? <laughs> is that does uh, does Lightning McQueen really just sound like Owen Wilson? Yeah, that's weird. If so, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. What are you gonna be for Halloween? I don't know yet. What are you? I don't know. There's a character in My Hero Academia that has pink hair. Well, she also has a is pink she- body. Uh, I was thinking body paint, but I guess a morph suit could get me halfway there. But also, I think body paint sells out. I think I should have gotten it before October. So not like... like. No. (laughs) You only have to do that once, and then you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. I think that uh, if we're we're throwing out ideas for other people, Uh it could be anyone from Hamilton. Prince. Uh, You could be Prince. Yeah. Who was Thomas Jefferson? Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of Thomas Jefferson. What else is popular? Um, you could be Squid Game. Never seen it. Me either. Great idea for a Halloween <laughs> costume, though. You, uh, I think at this point you could be coronavirus. Last year it was taboo. I think this year it could be coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Still no? You still say no on that? Yeah. I haven't seen the new Cruella. They're gonna say I haven't seen the new coronavirus. I could do Cruella. Put a couple extra dots on Vienna. Oh, she could be a little Dalmatian. Yeah. I thought they were going to be a priest and a nun. I do like that for them. Yeah, if Ry- if my cat Ryuk is a priest and Vienna's a nun, I feel like Vienna, that works. I could put a dress on Vienna. Yeah, and she has ears like a nun's hood. Get them little cross toys. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> Ryuk has a little white spot on her chest. Aww. It's perfect. Give them little wafers. Oh, they will love that. So I've had this idea... For a Halloween costume for years. Uh-huh. Let me see what year this movie came out to see exactly how long. Uh, while you're Googling that, you can always be Post Malone. Just, Just get face a tattoos. Sharpie? Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Alright, so since 2009, 
I've had this idea for a Halloween costume. I was trying to bring it up to people and no one's ever interested. Okay. It's a lot. What is it? Scooby-Doo. Worse. <laughs> uh, Spongebob. Mm, worse. Okay, cat dog. You're getting close. Ren and Stimpy. Human centipede. Alright, that's a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> but, okay, my idea, my vision has always been, like, three people. Uh-huh. And they're just, like, kneeling on skateboards. Uh-huh. They're just crawling through the night. So do they have a, um... They don't have to be in each other's buttholes, but, like... Do they have a handler to pull them on the skateboards? Probably. Okay. So I guess four people. And the fourth person... I even volunteer... I've I've tried so hard to get someone to do this. You'd volunteer to be the middle person? I've volunteered to be the middle person. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, no, it's really bad. Isn't it funny to me? It's funny. <laughs> Horrifying. It's like a worse version of dressing up like a horse with two people. I feel like if people could do that, they could do a three-person human centipede. You think so? <laughs> so you were watching Human Centipede and you thought, I want to do this. Is that correct? Is that accurate? Yeah, I think it'd be funny. Uh, it could be kind of funny. I think the time's passed, though. Right. Like, now we would just be like, really why are you thinking anymore. about this? <laughs> yeah. It'd be like if you were I two can... girls, one cup. <laughs> Your blue waffle? <laughs> be blue waffle for Halloween. <laughs> I was an iPhone for Halloween when I was like 16. Oh, yeah. It was basically just like a sandwich board, and I made all the apps. And it's kind of funny to look at the pictures because the apps look so different now. <laughs> but the most upsetting thing was that I kept passing men who were like, Can I touch you? Ew. Because it was a touch screen, and that was like new to people. It was disgusting. It really tainted my experience as an iPhone. Now I'm like, Wow, it must suck to be an iPhone. You could be, um. What else is trending? Don't be R. Kelly. Don't be R. Kelly. And uh, you could probably be like a Biden Kamala. You could be political if you wanted. Yeah. I hope there's no Trumps. Are we over Trumps? Yeah, I hope so. I was looking up pumpkin designs and I kept getting a bunch of Trumpkins, which was like funny at first, but now it's over. Yeah, now nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see it. We get it. He was orange. Right. Okay. This wasn't Halloween, but it was like VidCon or one of those things. And this kid (laughs) dressed up as an apology video. Uh, yeah. Did you ever see that one? I did. And they had, like, a giant board, and it was (laughs) the timestamp and everything, and you could see all the ads that they had. (laughs) Pretty good. Pretty good. Could always be a ghost. Just a sheet. Could always be a ghost. I've done a few office characters. I did the three-hole punch gym. Have you done Stanley? (laughs) I haven't done Stanley. Just wondering. I've done Moe's. Don't know who that is, but okay. He's Dwight's cousin. I've done. I've been Top Gun. Never seen it. Really? Like you were Tom Cruise's character? I was the other one. Yeah, I don't remember the other one's name right now. And then I don't know if I was this character or if my the like my character's partner was named Slider or something like that. But I carried around a little Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> with a Hawaiian bun with a little thing, a disc in between. 
There's like, uh, Goose. I think I was Goose. Maverick is Tom Cruise. Is there someone named Slider? Why did I carry around a Iceman, Charlie, Viper. Come on, these names suck. Cougar. No? None of these ringing a bell? Why did I carry around a fake hamburger all day? I couldn't tell you. Someone lied to you. That's... <laughs> hmm. My most offensive costume was I found... I wore it to one party. I found a Michael Vick jersey at a Goodwill. <laughs> so I carried around a stuffed animal dog. Yep, that's what I was going to ask. And that was it. No one left. Didn't know anyone How old there. You? Twenty. Too old. <laughs> there was a there was an EG's there was a spiked EG's punch bowl. That's oh, all nice. I remember about that party. I was Napoleon Dynamite one year. I brought tater tots in my pocket. Couldn't eat them for years. Because you could only think of pocket tots. Uh, yeah, that's disgusting. Popular one, Tiger King. Last year, probably. It's a comeback. What has some- happened in 2021? Nothing. You could be like a forest fire. I'm gonna be a jab. <laughs> You're gonna be a vaccine. Did yeah. <laughs> you say a forest fire? Yeah, I don't know. You can get all your friends together and be BTS. Yeah, all of your fr- more friends than I even have. Yeah. Uh, one that came up, which I I have half of, Phoebe Bridgers. It's just a skeleton costume. Oh yeah, just little lad. Yeah, you could be berries and cream guy. You could be berries and cream guy. Mm. You can dress up as Chris Pratt as Mario. That's pretty good. I don't know how you do that. Just dress as Mario and then tell people you're Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Say homophobic things. Yeah. Lil Nas X. Yeah, true. Actually. Satan. Help if you already like bears some resemblance to him. Right. But, like, if I went as a pregnant person, I don't think people would get Lil Nas X from it. No. They might get more, like, Lena Dunham. Was she pregnant? She just got married. Okay. Apparently. And obviously, she couldn't have been pregnant before marriage. It's not physically possible. (laughs) But that is kind of a good idea. I'd say I'm Lil Nas X. (laughs) (laughs) You have to have the most realistic fake pregnancy Yeah, for real. B.P. Davidson. Just paint your nails. Throw on some tattoos. Yeah. Talk about your day. <laughs> <laughs> I did do uh, Kim K at the Met Gala. That'd be good. That'd be easy. Mm-hmm. Ish. Just cover yourself in all black. Yep. When you get your pink body paint, can you pick me up some black? You're going to paint. You're not going to do <laughs> fabric. You're going to paint your body black. Immediately regret it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll get you some black uh, please paint. Don't. Okay. Please don't. <laughs> All right. I realize. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be that for Halloween. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should stick to Cruella with your dog. All right. Well. Oh, you can be someone from Midnight Mass, but our animals are already gonna do that. So. Yeah, our animals are already doing Midnight Mass priest and nun situation. Yeah. So. Also, you'd have to watch Midnight Mass. You'd have to watch all of Midnight Mass. I think after I read the book, we should do an episode on Midnight Mass. Have you started to? No, but I just got my new audiobooks credit. Maybe we'll give Nikita a ring. Yeah. Could always be 6 9 for Halloween. You could. Same idea as Post Malone. Seen 
I have been holding back telling you because I thought you didn't want to know. But now we're here. Okay. Have you seen Six Nine, Six Nine meets David Dobrik? <laughs> are you telling me Six Nine and David Dobrik met, or are you saying that someone? Are you saying they had a baby together? They met. Recently? Recently. And I every I've I've thought, you know what, maybe Susie doesn't want to hear about this and I haven't told you. Did you watch it? Mm-hmm. What did they vlog? Kind of, yeah. So is David Dobrik trying to be cancelled? Some guy gave David so you know the whole thing where like six nine was like, I think David Dobrik's an idiot. No, but it sounds right. And then David Dobrik was like, Oh, we're just joking <laughs> You know, he did a David Dobrik thing. And then the guy that was with 6ix9ine met David. He gave David Dobrik a Tesla. And inside of the Tesla was 6ix9ine. I mean, first of all, starting with giving David Dobrik a Tesla. If you right. don't know, David Dobrik's a YouTuber who gives away Teslas. And yeah. he's just some white dude. He's just some white dude. And 6ix9ine is the infamous rapper with criminal charges who snitched on a bunch of people and, and got them got sent to jail, jail for life and then yeah then he got to get out in like two years maybe less yeah <sighs> wow but to hide six nine in a tesla and then give it to him like a trojan horse is really good it's pretty funny because he already wasn't expecting a tesla uh-huh and then out pops out danny hernandez it's a crossover episode i did not need see that's why i didn't tell you this whole time <laughs> huh but then we already brought up 6 9 so. Yeah. It was an hour. I mean, it took year. me a while to not bring up 6 9 considering how long we talked about canceling R. Kelly earlier, so. Wow, so fuck Mary Kill, 6 9 <laughs> R. <Tesla>. Kelly, <laughs> and a Tesla. Kill R. Kelly. God, please do not answer this. <laughs> You're like, kill a Tesla. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill, Pete Davidson, as of today. Nail polish on SNL, Pete Davidson. Jeff Bezos. As is. Jeff Bezos, played by Owen Wilson. Okay. And dressing up as the coronavirus for Halloween. You know, I've never cared for Owen Wilson. (laughs) You're gonna kill him? I'm fucking Pete Davidson, killing coronavirus, marrying Jeff Bezos, played by Owen Wilson. I just can't imagine being married to Owen Wilson. Oh, he seems like a laugh riot. I also don't want to fuck Aaron, Owen Wilson. No, I don't either. Pete Davidson's an easy fuck, Obviously. but like, would I rather marry him? I don't think he's good marriage material. Follow Ariana Grande's lead on that. Definitely killing coronavirus. Dressing up as coronavirus. It's icky. It's not tasteful. It's icky for me. Yeah. Who does Owen Wilson know? <laughs> mm. He knows a lot of people, I feel like. Yeah, he's in the, he's in the scene all the way. He's He did a movie with uh, Jennifer Anderson, right? He was in Cars. Oh, yeah, I get to know Larry. Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. will be at the pool party if you marry Owen Wilson. If you marry Pete Davidson, you're gonna get... Uh, mostly just Lauren, actually. Maybe Cannon? Nah, just Lauren. Just Lauren. 
I think I'd, yeah, I think fuck Pete Davidson. I can't imagine fucking Owen Wilson dressed as Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Wearing a bald cap? Yeah. get out of here for the day i wanted to throw you a few more halloween movies don't remember where i left off last time i listed them so uh this last week has been the movie carrie i chose the one from 1976 and not the more recent one because i think that the story makes more sense even though they're the same story i think the first one makes more sense the next is rosemary's baby 1968 pirate it if you can roman polanski is an exiled pervert and i don't want him getting any money but i think the movie is very good number uh for the 10th watch frankenweenie 2012 i'm sure you've heard of it the witch from 2015 it's sometimes spelled the vv itch but it's the witch. I mean, you can find it like that. It's a Puritan era uh, satanic thing. I think it's one of the most feminist movies ever made. So it 2017 version, just cause I haven't seen it before. I've seen the original. I'm reading the audiobook or listening to the audiobook. book. hadn't watched the new one. And then Friday the 13th on the 13th, although it wasn't a Friday. So don't feel too bad that you missed it. And the Babadook for the 14th. Um, and then today's the 15th. I'm going to watch Hocus Pocus. Also, I think Alexis and I are going to watch Human Centipede 3. So, good times over here. I will send you some more next week.